0: Hello, family and friends. I'm excited for day four with Pastor Flores. Just so excited, Pastor, about having you. Thank you so much for being here. And, you know, as a Holy Spirit thing, you know, sometimes when when there's pastors in town, I'm embarrassed or whatever to try to ask them to be in my podcast, you know. And, and in this case, my pastor, Pastor Mark Pearl, he asked me, I said, would you like to have Pastor David on your podcast? I said, I'd love to. You know, because we've met at the conferences briefly before, you know, but this is, uh, I'm not saying this just because you're sitting here, Pastor. this has been one of the best podcast uh, series that I've ever had. Uh, just the, the the power, the love of God you have, and the Holy Spirit, this has been really a blessing. I know listeners are really going to be encouraged by this. And by the way, anytime here, T, you can say some more stuff in Spanish, because my good friend Herb <laughs> from uh, Florida. Gloria a Dios. Thing. Hallelujah. Amen. <laughs> and Herbie, I'm still trying to help you on your Spanish, so I'll continue to do so. But well, praise God, Pastor. I'm going to kick it over to you just to start up. Praise the Lord. Well, you know, as we've been going along in our
1: podcast here, God has just been, as you said, used the word escalating. It's because that's how God is. He's the word. The word of God says it, that our faith should be an ever increasing faith. Yeah, that we should go from faith to faith, from glory to glory. God always has something next. And and as a person who you know been in the church kingdom for a lot of years, I realize is what happens with a lot of believers is that they lose their excitement. Yeah. They lose their, uh, um, I'll I'll use, they get lukewarm, like yep, you said, yep. Roman uh, revelations, you know, they get lukewarm. And they don't realize that there's more in their life that they've ever seen before. They've never touched it. And it's one of the sad things, I guess, would be when we get to the presence of the Lord and we realize that God had so many great plans for us that we never touched, you know, because of whatever decisions we made. I go to John chapter 10 and 10. Or Jesus says the thief comes not but for to steal, kill, and destroy. I mean it, I use that as my red line in the sand verse, okay? Come on. I said, this is it. I mean, if you've got some confusion, let's clear it up. Brother Charles Capps used to say, if you got some cobwebs in your head, your mind, well, let me get those out, and then not next time I'll come out and I'll kill the spider.
0: Okay. <laughs> come
1: on. <laughs> you know, so because people are confused. Yeah. Is God doing this to me or is the devil doing this to me? See, God didn't hire the devil as his hitman, okay? The devil's a fallen angel. He rebelled against God. He was literally kicked out of heaven. Come on. he was. The Jesus said, I saw him as a lightning bolt get shot out. And you got to think about it. Who is dumb enough to get kicked out of heaven? Who, in your right mind, been assigned a position in the kingdom, given gifts and abilities and an assignment, I mean, the French benefits are amazing. Yep. And this guy, one day, the Bible says pride rises up in him and he says, I want to take my throne above God. And then there's one third of the angels who are deceived and say, Yeah, we'll follow you. And they all get kicked out of heaven. Yeah. Now they're fallen angels and he's a fallen spirit, okay? He has no authority on the earth because Jesus defeated him in hell in the grave. Literally, the Bible says he openly beat him. So that yeah. means uh if you, you know you're from my place in, in California, I grew up in the Los Angeles area in the hood, okay? That means he beat you up in your front yard wow. in front of your mom and dad, okay? Yeah. And that's what Jesus did. He did that to the devil. Yeah. And so, but he's so slick, he's the greatest deceiver. Yes, he is, the master. And he's confusing people forever, saying, Well, is God, God probably hates me. That's why this thing happened in my life. I got fired. What did I do? What did I do to deserve this? God must not do, want to do something for me. So John 10 and 10 says, no, the devil comes to steal and kill and destroy. Jesus says, I come to give you life, and that life, more abundantly, the Amplified says to the full until it overflows. Yep. All right, so, so God has a life for us. So it's been my endeavor as we started our church ministry in 1989 to preach the Word of God in such a way to get people engaged in loving jesus serving jesus and realize there's a greater things in store for them yep. and so you know uh because you can get comfortable serving god Amen. and you can get your job you can buy your house i've had so many things in church people say pastor believe with us we want to buy a house okay praise god we believe god they're going to provide a house supernaturally they're going to get one praise god they get the house next thing i know Pastor, I gotta get a different job because I gotta pay for the mortgage of the house. Okay, well, praise God, Pastor. My my job that I'm getting is 50 miles away, so I can't come to church anymore. And the next thing you know, that house that was gonna be a blessing was now did, taking them away from church, and they're disconnected to Your this mom. day because they made a choice for something. But God has a way, and we always tell people, well, let's find a job close by. Let's find a job that you can yeah. come to church on Sundays. Why do you have to work the weekend shift? Yeah. Or let's do, so we have church at 9 a.m. on Sunday mornings. Let's start a job that you start at noon. Yeah. You know, you work the late shift or the afternoon shift. Oh, no, well, no, I can't do that. See, people don't understand this. In that life of faith, God knows your heart that you love him, yeah. and he's able to make a way for you come if on. you'll trust God. Come on. And so I've learned that there's so much to our lives that God has for us, and his, his main deal for us, really, is that we'll be blessed to be a blessing. That's right. Praise God if you and your—it brother. used to be said this way, "Us, Lord, I pray, bless my wife and my two kids, us four, and no more. You know, No, that's the wrong mentality. Come on. You've got a gift from God, the gift of life that needs to be shared, yeah. that needs to be uh, given to someone else. They need to know about Christ. They need to know about Christ's love. So when you begin this walk of faith— And we've had great testimonies. We had a family that came to us. They were homeless. They were completely destitute. They were on the streets. One of our families in the church took them in. Next, you know, the wife, they brought them to church. The wife gave her life to Christ, okay? A week later, she she puts 26 cents in the offering and writes salvation for my husband. Within a couple of weeks, that husband came to church and he gave his life to Christ. That guy is still with me today. He's my head usher. All right, this family came out of nowhere. And so, you know, they, they thought, well, we made wrong decisions. What can I do? And the Lord, I asked him one time, says, I said, what's what's your dream? What, what do you feel God's put you on earth to do? He says, well, I want to serve in the church, and I have a dream to be an accountant. Okay, well, let's do it. So he motivated him, prepared him, helped him. He got into, into college, college, he graduated at the top of his class, and he got a job as an accountant. And to this day, that's what he's doing right, right yeah. now. And you know, and his wife had a dream and she's fulfilling her dream. Yeah. And their son, their son. So they started out homeless, and now every one of them have jobs, they have cars, and God's blessing them. But the one key thing is that they chose life, they realized the devil was the one stealing and killing and destroying. Yeah. And God wanted to bring them an abundant life that flowed over yeah. to those around them, to their family and friends. See, see, we have, we have stuff that, you know, has to be shared. We've got grace, we've got love, we've got anointing. When I worked in the secular world as a teacher, I worked in a supermarket one time, I worked in a call center one time. And if I heard someone who had a problem complaining to someone else about this or they had pain in their body, sickness, disease... You just walk by and say, hey, what's going on? They share with you and say, do you mind if I pray with you? Yep. Do you mind if I pray? Really? You would pray? Yeah. So you pray with them and, and they realize that, first of all, I said, God loves you. I'm going to pray. And then God does something there. He does something in their lives. Yep. We literally had people come from the call center, come to join our church because we would pray with people there on the job, uh, whatever need they might have. Yep. And that's as simply as that. Whether mm-hmm. it's, it's it's helping somebody, I tell my my, my congregation all the time. You're in a line. It's 15 items or less. You're in a hurry and the lady in front of you, she's got 26 items. <laughs> and you're saying, "I got to go." And I, no, not I'm not making this story up. This is me. Said, so "I got to get someplace. She's got 26 items it's 15 items or less. Come on, I got to get out of here." And my attitude is in the wrong place, right? And then the next thing I know, she's she's looking for the money to pay and she doesn't have enough money to pay. And she starts thinking, you know, oh, I guess I'll put that back, and I'll put that back. And I worked in a supermarket. There's nothing more embarrassing than to get the, the clerk to get on the, the microphone and say, we got go-backs, we got go-backs. That means somebody's got to come, pick up the stuff, put them back on the shelf. It's all embarrassing. So the Lord dealt with me. says, change your attitude, and you can be a blessing. Okay, Lord, I'll change my attitude. What do you want me to do? She doesn't have enough money to pay. Pay for the groceries. Okay, so I step in. and say, excuse me. Uh, what's happening here? Oh, she doesn't have enough. And she would say, you know, what, you know what people say normally? say, oh, that's okay, that's okay. I, I, thank you for offering. I, I will get this. I'll just put stuff back. And Lord said to say, be, be a little forceful and say, no, you don't have to put anything back. How much does she owe? Take care of it. Amen. Pay that thing off and then say, I want you to know God loves you. I'm here for a reason. God cares about you. Do you know Jesus? And you go on and you share Christ with them, pray with them or whatever. But they realized that moment, God was there for them. And yeah. you can be that angel, so to speak, in their life right, right. there. A simple yeah. thing as that, paying for their groceries and saying, God loves you, let's pray with you. And, and it's happened over the years right. in my yeah. life. And, I, and I've had guys with the church with me see me do it and go, wow, Pastor, that's what, yeah, that's all you got to do. Yeah. Be led of
0: the Holy Ghost. Yeah. Flow and, and see Jesus touch lives. Pastor, I love your balance, you know, because in the faith um, ministry, sometimes, and, and sadly, there's some people that get off to the uh, in the ditch, I'll say, and it's all about faith and what they can get. And God does want to bless us, but we're blessed to be a blessing. And when we when we lose that focus on other people, then we're off in the ditch. And our mm-hmm. love walk is there's something wrong with our love walk because we, we're supposed to bless other people. Mm-hmm. And there's no greater blessing than sharing Jesus. I want you know, I just sharing with Pastor earlier about a lady that recently came to Jesus and is involved with the public, and nobody talked to her about Jesus but me. And folks, it should not be that way. They should be hearing about Jesus all week long from different people if we're truly sharing Jesus and we're choosing to be a blessing to other people. Pastor? Praise the Lord. Let's pray. Father, we just pray for everyone out there right now. They may be
1: discouraged. They may be down and out. They may think nobody even cares about them. But Lord, I pray right now that they have a realization that they're on your mind. The Bible says that we are on your mind, both the great and the small. And you have increased on your mind for each one of us. You want to better our lives. You want to lift us up. And Father, I just pray right now that they receive your mercy and grace. And I pray for the believers out there that they'll lift up their sights and just get focused on you instead of themselves and realize that they have so much to give to hurting people, whether it's a word, whether it's finances, whether it's love or just a hearing ear. Father, we're here to be the ambassadors of Christ. And I pray that they see that and receive that ministry and cause
0: and help people get blessed in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you, Pastor. So excited, and we're looking forward to tomorrow. And folks, you can contact Pastor Flores at, on his Facebook page at Abundant Living Church, or also on his website at AbundantLivingChurch.tv. Folks, we love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary, and he's coming back soon.